An Australian was arrested for bringing a wild platypus on public transportation. A 78-year-old woman is charged with robbing a bank, and it's not her first one. And a Chinese man was jailed for scaring a thousand chickens to death. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a hungover comedian inside a closet. I want to die. An Australian has been arrested for bringing a wild platypus on public transportation. I don't know much about pets in Australia. Maybe the platypus is a very popular pet in Australia. They have some dangerous creatures down there, but they all seem very comfortable around these creatures. So I wouldn't put it past an Aussie to have a platypus pet. Australian authorities have charged a man after he allegedly stole a platypus from the wild, took it onto public transit. Uh, You probably didn't understand what I said right there because my Australian accent is terrible. A man has been charged. He stole a platypus from the wild, which is a phrase I just love. He stole it from the wild. Yeah, the wild owns that pet. If you take it out of the wild, you have stolen it from the wild. A lot of animals have been stolen from the wild, sadly. You could make the argument that every animal in a zoo today has been stolen from the wild. The wild owns it. You shouldn't be stealing from the wild, but people do. People do. Now, the individual who stole the platypus from the wild in this story is unnamed, but is 26 years old. This individual is facing a very large fine, 430,000 Australian bucks. I don't know what you call your bucks in Australia. I'm going to call them Aussie bucks. 430,000 Aussie bucks for a platypus. Wow, these things must be really endangered or something. That's a big fine. If you're wondering, that's about 288,000 USD. That's just an enormous fine for having a wild animal. I don't even think that we find people at all in the States for having wild animals. They just seem to just, no one cares. Okay, this guy took the platypus from the wild, carried it around, brought it onto public transportation. In addition, he walked into several local shops and showed it off to people. It's very strange. I wonder if he... Brought it into the Outback Steakhouse. He brought something from the Outback into the Outback. (laughs) He wanted the the platypus to feel at home again. The police have charged this man with taking an animal classified as protected from the wild and keeping a protective animal captive for a number of days, according to the report that was provided. It says the man was showing it off to people on the train and allowing people to pet the platypus. Oh, is that not dangerous? I do believe they're poisonous. Let me look it up. Oh, yes, they have a venom that they will inject into you if they are displeased with you. It says here they're very shy animals and they like to avoid confrontation with humans if they can help it. Yeah, most animals do because the humans steal them from the wild. They know it. Uh, It says here platypus do not have teeth. They can't bite. Their only form of defense is pointed spurs in their heels. Oh, like a cowboy. And it says if the platypuses are handled, they can prick you with their spur and inject venom into you. Oh, you're going to get venom injected into you. But it's not deadly to humans. It just hurts a lot. Still, probably not the kind of wild animal you want to be passing around in a coffee shop. You know what I mean? I mean, just like if it's around a child, who knows what's going to go down. Police say the animal may have been removed from its natural habitat. Yeah, may. It was. Its natural habitat isn't on public transportation. It was first spotted aboard a train wrapped in a towel as a man and a woman carried it. Police urged them to turn in the animal as soon as possible, either to the police or to an emergency veterinarian. 
they revealed that someone told the police the, play, the pair planned to release the animal after finding it on a road. The police managed to retrieve the animal and arrest the man. Wow, we, there's a lot of information here we're missing, though. This article isn't giving me at all. Let me look for another one. Nope, couldn't find any additional information. Don't know the names. Don't know how they got this platypus. Um, they didn't even name the platypus. I'm going to name the platypus Patsy. That seems like a good platypus name. Patsy the platypus. Isn't that nice? It says here the platypus is an Australian animal protected by legislation in all Australian states. This creature is not endangered but is considered, quote, near threatened, according to the Bush Heritage Australia. I think the best part of this segment is that I only did the Australian accent minimally. A 78-year-old woman is charged with robbing a bank, and it's not her first time. Well, bless her heart. You know, you're never too old to follow your dreams. This woman's robbed multiple banks. Well, you know, it's very expensive to retire these days. Most people can't retire. They have to keep on working, so she's not going to give up. Let's learn a little bit about this woman who I think might be amazing. The prosecutors have accused a 78-year-old woman of robbing a Missouri bank and... They say she slipped the bank teller a note in the middle of the heist that included a polite apology for robbing them. Oh, my goodness. She's so sweet, this woman. Let her go, man. Let her go. Give her the money. Let her go. Prosecutors allege that Bonnie Gooch, her name is Bonnie Gooch. This is like the ultimate bank robbery name. Bonnie Gooch. My goodness. It's very old school, too. Yeah, see? (laughs) Who is it? It's Bonnie Gooch here. (laughs) And you're going to be pushing up Daisy soon. Oh, I just love to imagine that while Bonnie Gooch is robbing the bank, she's spitting out this old gangster lingo. Like, hey, put your hands where I can see them, buster. (laughs) All right, no funny business or I'll fill you full of holes. I'm Bonnie Gooch. All right, so the details are Bonnie Gooch approached the bank's counter and slipped the cashier a note. The note read, I need 13,000 small bills. Very specific. Maybe 13's her lucky number. And in addition, the note said, quote, thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Oh, Bonnie. <laughs> Give me all your money. And I'm s- listen, I'm, I'm very sorry. It has to come to this. And I'm trying not to scare you. You look beautiful today, though. I love your shirt. <laughs> Bonnie Gooch. Oh, she gives compliments and apologies while she robs your institution. Prosecutors also allege that Bonnie Gooch banged on the counter to hurry the teller up. She says, I'm really sorry, but I really have to go, you know. These things have to be done quickly. Uh, she told them that uh, them not to count the money at all and just to please give it to her. Just please give it to me. Don't count the money. I need to go. I've been caught before. You know, these things, they have to be done in a timely fashion. And then Bonnie, just with her money, just pushes herself out with a walker very slowly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love this. Bonnie Gooch. Oh, no, she didn't escape on a walker. She had a Buick SUV with a handicap registration number. Oh, that's good. That allows her to park right up front when she robs the bank. When the police stopped her at the parking lot. Oh, Bonnie didn't even get out of the parking lot. Poor Bonnie. (laughs) Bonnie, you got to have a driver. She didn't know. She has to have a driver. She's not as swift of foot as she used to be. When they stopped her in the parking lot, they found the cash strewn all over the floorboard and noted that the vehicle smelled strongly of alcohol. (laughs) Well, she's got to get up the courage to get in there and do this polite robbery. So Bonnie likes to suck on the hooch before she goes in there. (laughs) She tosses back a few. Oh, I wonder what Bonnie's drink of choice is. What do you think? She's a natty ice girl? What do you (laughs) think? 
Bonnie's like, it's hardcore, man. She's like, she's sipping on some wild turkey in the SUV before she goes in, right? I'm right. I'm right. It's wild turkey. Uh, now, let's wrap this up with a report from the Pleasant Hill Police Chief Tommy Wright, who told the media that this case was very unusual and sad. He said, when officers first approached her, they were a bit confused by the situation. You know, it's a little old lady who steps out of the vehicle. And to be honest, nobody was even sure initially they had the right person. Um, and now we're working with the agencies to figure out what the next steps are going to be. Yeah, I tell you what the next steps are going to be, police chief, right? You need to contact your local politicians. St increase the Social Security amount for these people. They, they can't live on this amount of money, this small amount of money in Social Security. How are they supposed to survive? No, you got people out there robbing banks because it's just too difficult to survive on Social Security. Yay! A Chinese man has been jailed for scaring over a thousand chickens to death. That seems very strange. There's an old Chinese saying that goes, kill the chicken to scare the monkey. Roughly translated, this means the best way to intimidate a rival is to destroy a smaller one. But what happens after that? Well, one man in China appears to have just found out. In a very strange court case being reported, a man identified only by his surname Gu was sentenced to prison this week after a court found him guilty of scaring to death 1,100 chickens that belonged to a neighbor with whom he was feuding. The pair had reportedly been squabbling since the neighbor, Zhang, cut down Gu's trees without permission in April of 2022. What are you doing cutting down Gu's trees, Zhang? Everybody knows you don't just cut down your neighbor's trees without permission. Maybe the trees were like leaning over into Zhang's property. So that's why he cut down Gu's trees. Maybe he warned Gu several times. Hey, man, your trees are leaning over into my prop property. Gu, what are we going to do about your trees? I don't know. Let's keep reading. The court in Hengyang County which is in central China's Hunan province, but you already knew that. The court heard that Gu had responded uh, to this tree-cutting incident by sneaking onto Zhang's chicken farm during the night on more than one occasion. It is unclear what Gu's intentions were, but the flashlight he used caused the flock to panic. And as the birds crowded into a corner in fear, hundreds of them died in the ensuing crush. How odd! They crushed themselves to death?! Huh. I didn't know this could happen. A panic flock. The flock was in a panic, a panic flock, and then some of them are crushed to death. A lot of them, actually. A lot of them. It's a lot of money worth of chickens, I'd imagine, too. Let's find out how much. Okay, it says here, the first time Gu trespassed onto his neighbor's property, he caused a crush in which 500 chickens died. He was apprehended and forced to pay Zhang compensation of 3,000 yuan, which is about 436 USD. He didn't stop there, though. Gu returned to Zhang's property a second time, this time killing 640 chickens in another chicken crush. The court ruled that Gu had intentionally caused this property loss. The authorities say that the 1,100 dead chickens are estimated to be worth a total of 13,841, which is about 2,000 U.S. dollars. dollars. In addition, it says here, Gu has been sentenced to six months in prison and one year of probation. The sentence takes into account the remorse Gu has shown for his crimes. He's shown some remorse. Gu, the chicken crusher. Yes, the chicken crusher. I guess that would be his wrestling name, and his wrestling move would be to crush your chickens. I mean, if you happen to have a chicken that you were bringing to the match. Yeah, that made no sense at all. 
I did it, guys. I did it. I did it. I've, I've, I've finished the episode. You have no idea what, what it took to do this. I feel like such crapola, but I pulled through. You know, you just got to believe in yourself, guys. If this 78-year-old woman can rob banks, I can definitely do a podcast extremely hungover, <laughs> throwing up in between segments. You know, I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> There's not enough water in this world. Okay. All right. Anyways, thanks for bearing with me. Um, I have uh, some thanks and praise to give for someone who bought me some coffees off my website for my birthday. Early birthday present from my buddy Joe. Joe Fernandez bought me coffees. Joe says, uh, happy early birthday, Jonesy. I hope you have a great birthday. I got to come see you live. If you ever come back to Reno or maybe go to the Bay Area to see you, appreciate all that you do. And for real, I listen to you every day on the Google speaker. Uh, Joe's showing off that he's got a Google speaker. Oh, Joe, you think you're so cool with your Google Home speaker system? Yeah, yeah, sure, dude, sure. Yeah, well, but, you know, now I could maybe one day I could save up and get a Google speaker, perhaps. Yeah, I, I could be there too, and then and then and then I'd be cool with living with a Google. You know, I, I, maybe I'll afford to live with Google. Do you? I'll sleep with my Google speaker. How about that? What do you think of that? Is that against the the rules? No. Is that a fetish? Maybe it is. <laughs> a fetish, a smart speaker's fetish. Does anyone have that? I'm sure it exists. Well, I'm really going off the rails here. Anyways, big shout out to Joe. I mean, this, yeah, Joe came to see me perform comedy uh, many years ago. There's been a few of you that have seen me perform stand-up. I'm actually uh, better at stand-up than I am at podcasting, I think. <laughs> yeah, you know, you won't catch me hang, hung over doing stand-up. That's for damn sure. Because by that time of day, the hangover's gone. It's gone. But when I'm recording the podcast, it's still lingering. It sure is. There's not enough coffee in the world to help me right now, I have to tell you. Anyways, thanks for the coffees. If you guys want to buy me coffees for my birthday, which is April 27th, you can go to my website, weirdafnews.com, and click on Buy Jonesy Coffee. And you can write a little note like Joe did. That's pretty cool. You can write a note. You can write happy birthday, or, or you could just write, good luck with your life, man. Good luck with your life, you degenerate. You degenerate in a closet. You could say that, too. That would, that would make me laugh, actually. I wouldn't take it personally. Not at all. You can also join my Patreon. That's a good way to wish me a happy birthday. Or you can like reach out to me and I'll give you my address and you can send me a gift of, of some sort, like a card. Maybe you could write me a letter. Oh, it's fun getting letters. When's the last time you got a letter from someone? That's pretty cool. Oh, man. You know what would be great is if I got Morse code and then I had to figure it out myself. Oh, that'd be fun, right? Get like a Morse code chart and like listen to it and decode it. You know, decoding Morse code. Well, that'd be pretty fun, right? But it would have to be brief. I wouldn't want to... I'd get very annoyed decoding a very long Morse code message. Just keep it brief. You know, you go like, da-da-da-da-da, stop. Happy birthday to you, sir. Stop. Coffees are on the way. Stop. That's how they do it, right? Am I making sense today? I don't think so. 